Welcome to Breaking Stereotypes, where we will talk and take your nutrition, fitness, and mindset to the next level. Shy away from the talk? Never. It's time for you to break your mold and embrace the new you. It's time to break those stereotypes. Welcome back, everyone, to Breaking Stereotypes. I am your host, Dominica Jaramillo, and once again, I want to say that I'm grateful and happy to have you here. Today's episode is a little, I would say, requested, mostly in my DMs where I get asked, oh my God, how are you able to accomplish this? So I thought, let's make an episode on the podcast. Let's talk about it. Let me share my secrets. Let me share how I was successful doing this and adding it to my life and how I can continue having it, not even thinking about it anymore. Like it's part built so much into my body that I don't even think about it anymore. It naturally happens. And with that being said, The habit that we're talking is how to become a morning person, but most importantly, how to wake up early, like early, early, and how to be successful, how to really wake up and not snooze five times your alarm and then feel not productive during the day. So I'm going to share you all my secrets, share you all my journey and how I'm able to add this into my life without even thinking about it anymore. Before we start, I did wanted to mention and remind you that Project Glue Growth is out for you to be able to join. Project Glue Growth is a 16-week program which is going to focus strictly on building and strengthening your glutes you know, ready for that summer bikini. But during this time, you will have two upper body workouts, two lower body days uh, workouts too. At the start, you will have a little conversation with me where I'm going to be able to assign you, give you macros and the nutrition guidance that you need to start your or to be able to accomplish the goal that you're looking for. During this time, you will also be part of an amazing community. Not only that, but also be part of my client. So you will have me as your coach, helping you, guiding you, answering any questions that you might have. And that being said, you also receive a nutrition and training guidance workbook. In these workbooks, you have everything from how to load up the bar, how to warm up, what to do, what not to do, how to lower your calories, how to increase your calories, what are calories, all of these little things you receive as soon as you join. So if you're really thinking about it, I'm going to put the link down here in the show notes. And other than that, I think we're ready for today's episode. So like I said, I, as you, if you follow me on Instagram, you know it, I am a morning person. I love the morning and most importantly, I feel so productive in the AM, but I want to let you know something. This was not me. (laughs) This definitely was not me two years ago. In fact, I remember that, and my boyfriend used to joke Uh, with me about this because during COVID time, I think it was during COVID time, obviously we didn't really have anything to do. So it's not too much of like 
don't judge me, but since there was nothing to do, I was going to bed roughly around 3 a.m., 4 a.m. sometimes, and guess what time I would wake up? I would literally wake up around 1 p.m., 12 p.m., and I actually, I think this was pre-COVID because my boyfriend would message me and say like, oh my God, I am literally almost about to go to like home from work and you are just waking up. So as you can see, I was not a morning person at all. My usual wake up time would be around 2, around like 12 to 2 p.m., So that is definitely not the person who I am now. In that time, I used to babysit around like one to two times a week. But during that time, I had to wake up super early because obviously I had to be there. Also, the parents could go to work and I had to be there around 6.30. So as you can see, that was a huge difference. So my sleeping schedule was all over the place because when I wasn't working, I was waking up super late. When I was working on those days that I needed to go, I was super, um, I had to wake up early. Then I was also working at another place and usually I would have to stay till closing. That was like 2 p.m., 12 p.m. So sleeping schedule all over the place, as you can see. But how did I or how was I able to accomplish and fix all of these up and downs in my sleeping schedule and how did we how was I really consistent in regard of my sleeping routine or not sleeping routine but my wake-up routine and we will be talking about the sleeping routine I think the most common mistake that I see people doing when trying to accomplish this when trying to be uh, a wake up an early riser person is that they believe that they have to go from waking up at 2 p.m to waking up at 6 a.m 5 30 even 4 a.m so as you can see that's a huge jump jump that is actually very very far very very not reachable So that's how some people feel like, not a failure, but feel like becoming a morning person is so hard because unfortunately they aren't able to stick with this new routine, sticking to waking up. You're able to wake up one day and then the next day you're like, you know what, I'm done with it, snooze. So that's the most common thing that I see is that people go from this all or nothing kind of mentality from waking super late to waking super early and you're not letting your body body adjust to what to the cycle you're not letting your body adjust to this new routine you're basically kind of like throwing it out there and waiting for you to do what it has to do which it will but if you give it a routine if you give it a time it will be able to adapt same thing with you training same thing with you working out if you go to the gym you lift the same weight after a while your body's gonna adapt and then you're gonna want to increase your weight think about you waking up in the morning as the same thing it's a habit um not habit it's a routine that you're gonna have to do little by little which is gonna at the end help your body adapt to this new new routine I'm saying this because a lot of now I also get a lot asked a lot oh my god how are you able to wake up so early so when I 
went from waking up to from 12 p.m. to now where I wake consistently, even on the weekends at 6.30 with no alarms. I And let me just say, that is something I'm so proud and I'm really, really proud of accomplishing this. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I didn't go from waking up at from 12 at 12 p.m to 6 a.m 5 30 no i went from waking up at 12 to okay now let's wake up at 10 from waking up at 10 okay let's now work wake up at 9 39 okay now that i've been able to accomplish this let's go into eight let's get into seven and then i slowly started developing the habit of waking up consistently around five to six, depending on the day, depending on how much I have to do. I would usually wake up a little bit earlier as if it's a busy day or a little bit later if I have a little bit more freedom on that day. But as you can see, consistently I'm averaging around 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. between those times. So I... Like I said, I wasn't just, I didn't just jump into this new routine. No, I slowly developed the habit of waking up earlier. And then I took a little bit out of that time. And then I took a little bit out more and a little bit more. And this helped me for my body to adapt and adjust this new thing. Because believe me, waking up early, especially if you're not a morning person, is going to be very, very hard. It's going to be challenging. And most importantly, your brain is going to tell you as soon as that alarm goes off, go back to bed, especially if you don't have anything to do. So that's the most common thing. And that's what I saw the so much success on waking up early is by doing slow increments, or I would say not increments, but slow takeouts of time and give myself a week, two weeks until I was able to take out a little bit more and then a little bit more. So the same thing happened during the weekend. Now I was very happy, very, very proud of myself that during the week I was able to stick to this routine. But then on the weekend, I was finding myself sleeping in until 9, 10 p.m. or my bad, 9, 10 a.m which you might say, oh my God, that's like not bad at all. <laughs> or that's like early for me. But for me, it's incredibly late. Like it was late for me. And although I was happy for not having technically an alarm because it's the weekend, I was still not happy the fact that I felt like I was wasting my day because I could have woken up early feel refreshed, build up my plan, have a nice breakfast. And waking up at that time was just making me feel very rushed, very, you know what, I kind of like wasted my day type thing. Not that I it it actually happened because it's only 10, 9am, 10am. But that was just the little feelings that was given me. So I proposed myself that I was going to start waking up early. And I actually have uh, someone who I connected with on social media. She was once my client. We did a little challenge between each other. Like we would send each other texts every morning saying during the weekend saying like, hey, I'm up. How are you? Because we wanted to have that accountability of 
okay, let's start waking up early. She also wanted to start waking up early. So we kind of became accountability partners during the weekend of waking up early because temptation was very, very hard for, or very, very high in regard of just sleeping in and putting snooze on that alarm. Currently, we have developed this routine and currently I'm able to wake up at 6.30 during the weekend with no issues. And let me just say this, I'm waking up at 6.30, not feeling tired, not feeling, you know, that drowsiness, kind of like that hungover feeling of like, oh oh my God, where am I? With no alarms. Um with and feeling like really good like feeling (laughs) have you ever seen what those memes where it's like the person sleeping and out of nowhere like their eyes are super open because they thought about something so that's a little bit about me (laughs) i wake up the same way not with like those angsty feelings of i forgot something but that's kind of how i wake up like i wake up and i feel energized i feel ready to go and kind of like ready to smash my day to start being productive and by being productive it can mean mean me being productive just laying down in bed or playing video games with my brother like I'm not saying I'm going to go through for a three mile hike or anything like that productive in any way that you want to be productive that day so I feel very proud about this accomplishment because the fact that I'm able to have my body do this without setting alarm says a lot. And now we're going to talk about because I know you're probably listening to this and you're like, how the hell is she doing that? How the hell do you does she think I'm going to be able to do that? Who does she think I am? And I understand. I understand. But all this plays in a role because... So with the second thing that I'm going to mention, because a lot of people say they want to become a morning person, which is amazing. I love that, right? Now, when thinking about morning person, of becoming a morning person, a lot of people don't think that their night routine plays a huge, huge role in this. It's because depending on how your night routine is developed, how successfully it's accomplished, then you're able to have a successful morning routine. So if I am not paying attention to my night routine, and I just kind of go to sleep whenever I go to sleep, and I'm very not lazy, lazy is not the word, but I'm very careless about how I set up my night routine, how I set my alarm to go to bed, and all these little things. So if I would just be leaving it hanging kind of to the universe of, hey, I'm just leaving it to the universe. If I wake up, I wake up. Then obviously I'm not going to be successful. So during the weekend when I'm trying to accomplish this of waking up at 6 a.m. and feeling really, really good. And believe me, I am setting a goal to to wake up at 4.30. So... (laughs) I'll keep you posted on that. But for me to continue being successful at waking up at 6.30 with no alarms is to have a successful night routine. And then this is, and I might make, not trigger, but I might 
annoy someone because it's you have to be very strict about what time you go to bed. It's not that okay, one day I'm going to go to bed at 9, the next day I'm going to go to bed at 12 p.m., another day I'm going to go to bed at 10. No, you want to have a set alarm of, okay, I'm going to bed at 9 p.m., and that's it. Or I'm going to bed at 10 p.m., that's it. And have a strictly an alarm that tells you, okay, it's time to bed. Another thing that I do to have a successful routine is that I stop having lights on and blue light. I don't know if you heard about this or if you are aware about like the effect of light in our eyes after a certain time and how it could impact the way that we sleep, the could impact how like quick we're able to sleep. I I'm able to fall asleep in five minutes. Like, it used to probably take me an hour. Now it takes me five minutes to fall asleep. And I am I do not kid, like, I cannot make this up. I fall asleep in five minutes because I'm so strict about my night routine. So what I do is I, I don't really need to set up an alarm currently because my body is already adapted to it. So I don't need to tell my body, okay, it's time for bed. <laughs> my body tells me, okay, it's time for bed. So... But at first, I set up an alarm of what time I would want to go to bed. Then I would, I think, I believe it's recommended for at least two hours prior to stop doing blue light. So if I'm like on my phone, which I tend to really stop using my phone past 6 p.m. Because it's that blue light and it's just like being in that technology all the time so I avoid using turn my notifications off everything past 6 p.m and obviously I use it to text my boyfriend and stuff like that so I can't just completely stop using it but I try to decrease the brightness and I there's an option in your iPhone I don't know about Samsung but there's an option in iPhone where you can decrease the blue light of your phone and it's going to make it a little bit more yellow which your eyes are going to adapt so you can't tell me oh my god this is horrible because you're you will adapt believe me so I avoid do having that blue light prior to going to bed at least two hours prior because that all affects also how how easily you can go to bed and how successful you're able to stay asleep during the night and not wake up like in little intervals uh, because that also used to be me that I would go to bed wake up two hours later go to bed wake up two hours later go to bed wake up two hours later so all these little things which you might not think affect a lot about your sleeping routine so those two things are like my top priority a bedtime schedule or time and decreasing light and blue light and with light also that means that for my room I don't like turn any light and if I do turn a light it's like very very minimal and then same thing if I'm going to like to the bathroom or if I'm able not that I'm in complete darkness but I have these like little lights that are in the wall where you have just like a very minimal light when it's dark 
So I try to not turn on too much light because all that affects you, right? So those main things, super, super important for me. Then another thing I start doing is I have like this little, I want to say wind down routine where I read. I love to read. I I changed my reading from, because I love to read self-development books. They're my favorite thing to do. But I noticed that during the nighttime when I was like ready for winding down, I didn't want to continue thinking about business, continue thinking about oh my god, how do I become more like a leader? How can I like, you know, keep my mind working of how I can become better and better and better. So I figured, let's give some fantasy books, like a try, let's start reading something else that's not self development and leave the that style of book for my morning routine, which has been doing wonders. Like, I cannot tell you, how many times I've only read one chapter and I literally fall asleep because even though the book is so good and even though I'm super hooked and have I go into this like little fantasy my brain is winding so much down I'm not thinking about work I'm not thinking about anything else about social media about anything I'm just strictly getting lost in this fantasy or in this book that's some of my favorite ways of winding down another thing that I've been starting to do is I've been doing some reading I mean um drawing I've been drawing keeping the thing is it doesn't truly matter what you choose what activity you choose to wind down the thing that matters the most is that this activity is allowing you to stop thinking about the day and stop thinking about stress factors that usually happen could be work could be money could be um your goals your workouts all these little things you just want something that's going to be able to take your brain out of that and slowly start letting it widen down those are three things that I continuously it's like religion for me to do these and something that I love is that I'm slowly unintentionally adding those habits into my boyfriend and now my boyfriend who is also not a morning person at all someone who wakes up like if he could he would wake up at 2 p.m with no problem but now because my night routine is so strict and obviously when I'm with him I still pay attention to my routine and I'm still super super strict about it he unintentionally starts doing them or starts implementing those little habits that I have and now he's not he's kind of I don't want to say following me because that's not the word, but he's slowly starting to add these little things into his routine too. So last week was amazing because like I woke up at 6.30 and then he woke up at 7. And then the next day I woke up at 7 and he woke up at 7.30 around that time. And it's just perfect because we have so much, like we have so much time for us we have so much time for the day for all these little things that we want to do and unintentionally if you 
work on these things, you can also help your partner and also help the person you're with to be able to accomplish this too. So don't only think that you're doing this for yourself, but also think that you're doing this for your partner or for whoever you're with. I'm going to, now that I've given you all these tips, I want to talk about the sabotage that I see that are also very common. The first thing I want to say is that putting many alarms at once is a sabotage. It is something that is telling you, okay, you, you're giving a sign to yourself, to the universe, to everybody that you're not keeping a promise to yourself. So you promised yourself that you were going to wake up and yet you're snoozing alarm. And so you broke that promise that you proposed yourself. Even if you put like alarm after alarm after alarm, so like five alarms back to back, it's like you're not keeping that promise of, hey, I'm waking up at this time or, hey, I'm going to wake up at the alarm and that's it. You're giving yourself a little of like, okay, it's okay that I break my promise here. Okay, it's okay that I break my promise here. It's okay that I break my promise here. Every single time that you put snooze, you put snooze, you put snooze. So it's not that it's a bad thing and you are still able to wake up after five alarms and you say, you know what, enough is enough, let me get up. But how does that make you feel? How does that make you feel that it takes you five alarms to do with this? How does it make you feel that now I mentioned it to you that you are breaking a promise that you set yourself for this? So if you are breaking a promise, how would you feel of other people breaking promises to you? You obviously wouldn't like it. You, If you told a friend to not tell a secret and that friend goes instantly and tells it to someone, obviously you're going to be upset. But why aren't you upset when you are breaking the promises to yourself? So that is my main thing. If I have an alarm, it's one alarm and I wake up and that's the time that I have set up. No snoozing, no oh, let me hold here for five minutes because that's another thing. No, I instantly wake up and I can maybe just do a quick, big stretch and, you know, say, okay, it's time. It's time to wake up. Let's get going. And with that also being said about the big stretch, when I come out of the of the bed, I don't instantly grab my phone. It's not like I wake up, hit snooze, grab my phone, let me scroll on social media for five, 10 minutes, see what's going on, and then feel, feel successful to do all these things. No, no, no. I wake up, don't touch my phone till honestly past 30, 40 minutes of me waking up. And that's after I've written, um, or I wrote, wrote, read, my book of self-development not that I'm, I'm not telling you that you have to wake up and read a book that's just what I do and what I like to do but you can do whatever you want like getting up waking up bre- making breakfast or just getting up uh, dre- getting dressed getting cleaned up so I choose to not grab my phone because you're instantly going to be like oh let me just lay down here let me scroll on social media that's another thing that the fact that the first thing that you have to do it during the day or 
before you even do anything, like before you even brush your teeth has to be to get into social media. It's not that I'm judging. I'm not saying that you're a bad person or that I'm judging you is that I want to bring a new perspective and a new way of you thinking about social media, that you are able to take control and say, you know what, I'm going to first get dressed, I'm going to first eat some breakfast, I'm going to first get um, all my tasks ready to go. And then I'll, I'll scroll through social media, see what's up, see what's my my friends are doing. And then and then that's it, right? Because we then enter into this mindless like scrolling of, oh, let me keep scrolling, let me keep scrolling. And then later you can see, or without you even noticing, you are in bed an hour later if you don't have anything to do or past 20 minutes and now you're late for work because you've been doing this and now you didn't have time to eat breakfast, you didn't have time to get ready. Now you feel unproductive or you feel like you weren't able to succeed during this waking up routine or during this AM routine. So now you don't even bothering of continuing doing it because you don't feel successful about it. So as you can see, it's all these little things that can affect the the cycle. It can affect how you are able to respond, how you're able to adapt, how you're able to manage this current or this new AM routine. So those are my two huge main ones. It's like I it has to it's another one. It's like it's my religion for this. Now, then you can add a couple ones that you might feel that are important for you. So it could be like putting my clothes, putting clothes away in the, or putting clothes out that you want to wear the next day for, for yourself, for your kids, for, I guess that's it, (laughs) for yourself, for your kids. And then you feel like you're able to task, take another task out of the morning, feel like you have a little bit more time for yourself. It could be, and this one's so huge and something that I recommend a lot, especially to my clients that are moms, is that if you have a little one and you like you take care of that little one, that little one stays home, my suggestion is that that mom, that person is has to wake up prior to the the kid prior to the baby because I want that mom I want her to be feeling successful in the morning I want her to be able to take care of herself before she takes care of another person because it's so easy for us to take care of someone else and leave our needs in the back and once we leave it in the back guess what we don't even touch them So for me, it's so important that that mom takes care of herself, that she's even able to eat breakfast prior from the baby waking up. So that way, when the baby's up and ready to go, she is ready to go. Her needs have been met. Now she can help the other person's needs. And this goes with anybody who that you might be taking care of. You might be taking care of a parent, of a partner. It's so important to be able to take care of your needs first before you take care of other needs or other people's needs. And not that I'm saying that that's wrong. That's 100% good. It's okay to take care of someone. It's okay, especially like 
if you're a mom and you have to be that there for your little one, but if you are there feeling half percent, then you're going to give half percent to your little one. So why not give a hundred percent to yourself? Like you telling yourself, hey, I'm going to give myself a hundred percent this morning. And then later on, you're able to give that hundred percent to that little one. So as you can see, it plays so huge on creating a morning routine. You don't have to be a business owner. You don't have to be a coach. You don't like you. It works for every single person it works for students works for moms works for dads for business owners for corporate employees for bosses everyone benefits from a morning routine because once our needs our needs are met once we have been able to successfully set ourselves to succeed that day then everything else starts putting, getting into place and starts putting into place. And now we're able to really take care of other people and take care of other uh, things. For example, if I am, I wake up and I go instantly to reply to clients, emails, and all these things, I haven't even taken care of my myself. I haven't even taken care of eating breakfast. So how am I going to respond as a leader, as a client, if I'm not even taking care of my hunger in the morning? Now I'm going to be grumpy responding to mails or to messages. Now I'm not going to feel, I'm not going to want to go to that extra mile to give as much information that my client is asking if I haven't even felt like I'm taking care of my own self. So that's why it's so important. I'm very, very passionate about morning routines. And that's another thing that you can add that doesn't necessarily go to my routine, but it could go to yours, that you wake up prior to taking care of another individual. And that way you're able to have your own cup filled and now you're able to help other people. I believe that is all the tips that I have for creating a successful morning routine and how to become a morning a person. Obviously, it takes time. Obviously, I don't want you to say that it's not meant for everyone because you think that I, I also said, hey, I'm not a morning person and look at me now. So I don't want you to knock it out before you even try it. Start adding the little in, uh, tips that I've given you, the little things that I want you to start adding to your routine. Be cautious of that night routine. Be cautious of how you're spending your time. Believe me, it goes a long, long way. If you find yourself listening to this episode, please, I would really appreciate you to hit the I want to say it's not share, but the follow button for this podcast so we are able to grow our little family. If you liked this podcast, please give it. I think you can also review and give it a thumbs up. So if you also want to share it in your stories, you can tag me at wild underscore side underscore fitness. You can find all my social media with that same line. Then other than that, I truly have nothing else to say. I can't wait to have a DM about someone mentioning to me that they're feeling so successful because they 
added a successful night routine, but more importantly, an even more successful morning routine. So I will catch you in the next episode. Until then, continue breaking those stereotypes.